What's up, you guys? Welcome to the Burner Table. It's your boy Cam, and I'm here with Derek and Javen. Today, we're going to be talking about our NBA 2020 to 2021 season uh, award predictions, um, and we might get into you know the Wizards situation with Bradley Beal. But um, before we get ahead of ourselves, uh, how y'all doing today? Doing good. We doing good. I'm doing good. Let me not speak for everybody, but I'm doing good. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing all right. Got a lot of work done, so feel good. That's good. That's good. All right. Uh, first award, the MVP of this season. Who are your predictions for the MVP of this season? I got Joel Embiid. You know, Shaq was the last center to win it in, what, 2001? And I think Embiid is talented enough. I think his offensive skill set is good enough to uh, take over that MVP again for the centers, you know, mm-hmm. showing off for the big man. Uh, if not, if they don't want to give it to a center for some reason, I can see Curry winning it. You know, Warriors have been performing, uh, in my opinion, overperforming. I didn't expect them to be this good, but maybe that's just yep. me. Uh, but yeah, I think Curry's really been stepping up with the cast he has. And I mean, he's been dropping like 60-point games, 40-point games. He's going off right now, as a matter of fact. So yeah, I think Curry can also take it. Uh, I, I'd have to agree with Jaden. Jo- uh, Joel Embiid's been going off, going crazy. There's barely anybody in the league who can stop this man. If for some reason they don't want to go with a center, there are good options like Javis Head again, Curry. I think, you know, Paul George is playing good. I think uh, Luca, even Kawhi's uh, playing good. I know Paul George mm-hmm. and Kawhi are on the same team, so yeah. it might not happen, but just a lot of people playing good. But I think Joel Embiid has, it's his to lose. That's all I got to say. I'd have to agree with uh, both of y'all. I think, I think Joel Embiid is the MVP so far this season. Playing great offensively, defensively, really can't be stopped um, by basically anyone. Uh, the Sixers, the first season East right now, due to his great play, if he continues, if he continues his play throughout the season, maybe the Sixers could be the one seed, um, and I think he'll for sure have the MVP unlock. Again, if they don't want to go Joel Embiid, I'm going to say that they go with either KD, who's, you know, comeback play of the year, most likely coming back from the injury. Playing at an MVP level, uh, he's playing right now just as good or maybe a little bit worse than his last MVP season in OKC. Um, so if he keeps this up, especially with Kyrie and Harden and the Nets, you know, make a top three seed in the East, I could see him winning MVP. If not, uh, I always got to put Braun in the conversation. Oh, yeah. uh, he has, I feel like he's been robbed for a while of MVP. He's, you know, he's been the best player in the league for a while. He could have gotten MVP in most of any years in the last decade. So I, he's always going to be in the conversation. I could definitely see him winning it, especially if the Lakers have a you know, really good record this year. Um, I think they're second or third in the West right now. They're like we're neck and neck with Jazz and Clippers. So and he's playing great, you know, 36 years old. So LeBron, KD, and most importantly, Joel Embiid are my, are my like, front runners for the MVP right now. All right, the next award is the Defensive Player of the Year. Who are your predictions for the Defensive Player of the Year this season? This was a tough one. There's a lot of people that you could go, you know, not really a lot of people. It's, it's usually about the same people, you know, Giannis, AD, Gobert. This season, I'm going with Gobert. Jazz are on an insane win streak right now with 11. Obviously, I don't think they'll keep that up. I think Jazz will be the Jazz and, you know, be first, second round exit. But, uh, yeah, you know, Gobert, he'll, he'll dominate the regular season. He's probably one of the centers that could stop Joel Embiid. Uh, or at least keep up with him. So I, I got to go with Gobert. Uh, I got a sleeper pick. You know, Miles Turner. 
been leading the league in blocks by an insane margin. 4.2 blocks per game last time I checked. Uh, I doubt he'll keep it up, but even if he puts up like three and a half blocks a game, that's still crazy. It's still crazy to me, especially in a more perimeter-centered game as opposed to back in the early 2000s. Even getting back to the 80s, Lamar Eaton averaged four blocks per game. It was a more post-centric, you know, drive, go-to-the-paint type league as compared to today. So to be averaging 4.2 blocks in today's game, that, that just screams defensive player of the year to me. I agree. Um, only thing I would say is that it'd probably be hard for him to keep up with the four blocks again. But if he does, that'd be insane. And I think he'd be well-deserving of the defensive player of the year. Definitely. Um, my pick was AD, Anthony Davis, who I think should have won it last year. Um, he showed in the playoffs, in the finals, especially last year, that he could guard both wings um, and centers. Um, he's always been able to guard centers, or for the longest time he's been able to guard centers. And he, he showed in the finals that he's more than capable of guarding you know, um, wing players like Jimmy Butler, who was the main guy in the finals. And he, I think he played Jimmy Butler the best on anyone from anyone on the Lakers team. So that shows you know, how, good, how good defensively he is. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if he came home with the trophy this year. If they don't go AD, um, my second option is Giannis. Again, someone who's always in the conversation, won it last year. You know, one of the best defenders in the league, obviously. I wouldn't be surprised if he's also at least in the conversation to win defensive player of the year. The next award is the um, most improved player. And I believe that we're all going to have, you know, the same, at least the same person, at least in, you know, nominations, either first mm-hmm. or second. Um, I think that person's Christian Wood. Yep. Uh, you guys all have Christian Wood in your in your uh, prediction. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. He's been great. Great for the Rockets. Yep. Leading them. I think he leads them in scoring. And yep. especially after that James Harden trade, morale seemed low, but Christian Wood, is, Christian Wood has been playing amazing. Yep. Looks like the best player on the floor. Definitely. I, I really like him. Hey, he could even possibly win Defensive Player of the Year. I doubt it, but, I mean, he could. <laughs> Anything is possible. Anything is possible. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, I also had maybe a little bit of OKC fan bias, but I also had Shea helping the running, but Christian Wood's definitely the front runner. He's averaging like 25, which is a big improvement from his Detroit days. I don't know how much he's averaging in Detroit, but 25 is definitely a jump from what he was averaging. Um, I think Rockets are right outside the playoffs, maybe just inside of it. They're probably close to AC, but not the AC. Um, yeah, leading team scoring. Um, he's the main guy for that team. That's John Wall and Depot playing great. Yeah. Could be an all star this year, which is crazy. Hey, uh, you said you said you had your bias pick with Shy. I've got my bias pick with Wiggins. Uh, a little bit, you know, it's a, it's a stretch for sure. But I mean, he he's been performing <laughs> beginning of the, definitely. <laughs> but beginning of the season, you know, I would have said this dude is a bottom five player in the league. But now, Dang. you know, he's, five, <laughs> he's been improving a lot recently. I mean, he's yes, been hitting yes. his open jumpers. Warriors have started to win games. He's he's getting open, and he's hitting those open shots. So, I mean, it's a stretch to say, but I think if Warriors if Warriors sneak into a top four seed and Wiggins is, like, consi- is like averaging, I don't know, like 15, I could see him winning it. Okay, so for my backup pick, it's got to be Jalen Brown. This man, I know he's not the best player on the Celtics, but some nights he's playing like it, bro. Dropping 30, 
he's going crazy. Great on both ends, mm-hmm. offensively and defensively. He just dropped 30 points in 20 minutes uh, recently. I think he's the first player to ever do that. If not, like, the second player to ever do it. Man's been going crazy. Making my fantasy look good. It's got to be Jalen Brown. <laughs> uh, I also hope, you know, Jalen's a player that, you know, wasn't an all-star last year. Really hope he's also this year. Definitely deserves it. He's been playing great. As you said, sometimes he outshines Jason Tatum, which is a really hard thing to do because Jason Tatum is so, so good this year and, you know, in years in the past. But Jalen Brown definitely should be in the conversation. Playing great both ends, as you said. Um, yeah, all-star caliber deserves to be an all-star this year. We'll just have to see. Uh, next award is the sixth man of the year. Who are y'all sixth man of the year for this, this season? We got Montrez. I think he might get a little voter fatigue since he won it last year. But if no voter fatigue is in play, then I think Montrez has it. Um, you know, if if Karis LeVert hadn't got traded, I would have definitely picked him. This is a tough award to pick, though. There's a lot of guys that could get it. Um, I, I assume LeVert will be starting for the Pacers. Obviously, he's very talented. I don't see why he wouldn't be. Uh, Jordan Clarkson, he's been balling out for the Jazz, obviously, like I said earlier, on an 11 win streak. And, um, I mean, he's been very efficient. So, uh, yeah, I can see Clarkson winning it. It just really just depends who's going to be the most consistent. I can see Trez winning it. Drogic is also up there who could win it. So, you know, that that's definitely up in the air for me. I'm, I I can't make a solid pick. But if I were to bet money, I think I'd go with Trez. That, yeah, that is a really hard decision, seeing that there's so many talented guys coming off the bench that can definitely win that award. I think my front run is Clarkson. Jazz are the one seed right now. I don't think he could be the one seed at the end of the season. Probably a top three seed, four, three, four seed. Yeah. He's playing great, scoring. You know, I mean, he's scoring crazy numbers. Um, and, you know, he's helping the Jazz win games. If he keeps this up, I wouldn't be surprised if he won six minutes either. Um, Trez is someone who I think is a little bit more consistent. The Lakers, I believe, will be will end up being the one seed. Again, voter fatigue might catch up to him since he won it last year. I don't think he deserved it last year. That's a different story. Yeah, Schroeder definitely year. deserved it last year. Schroeder might be biased, but Schroeder does. He got snubbed. Schroeder bro. got snubbed completely. But um, yeah, Harold deserves it this year. He's definitely you know, in the running for it. Um, again, you said Drogic. Only thing I would say about Drogic is you know the Heat aren't in the playoffs right now, which is extremely yeah. surprising. Not saying that's his fault at all. He's playing great. They've got but, a lot of they've got a lot of guy guys injured. If I'm yeah, not mistaken, yeah, right? Andrew, so. Jimmy has been out. Jimmy's been out. I think Tyler Harrell has been out for a little bit too. So I take their standing with a grain of salt right now. Yeah. I think they creep back to a fourth or fifth seed like they did last year. With that, with Jimmy back, I think they can do anything. They go as far as he leaves them. Jimmy, Jimmy's a great leader. He showed it last year. And I, I definitely believe they're going to make it back in the playoffs. I don't know how, like, the seeding, but they'll definitely make it back. I don't see them missing the playoffs this year, especially after making right. the finals last year. So maybe Gowan's not, you know, too much of a stretch. Uh, he's definitely playing great. We'll just have to see how the, the Heat finish in the Eastern Conference. For sure. Um, the next award is the Rookie of the Year. Who are your predictions for Rookie of the Year this season? We know the Heat. Oh. I think we all know. Right. It's the Mellow Ball. Right. It's the Mellow Ball. I have my issues with it because I think they might just give it to him. Yeah. He's been playing great, but, like, I think there are definitely other rookies that could take it from him if they got more minutes. I think Wiseman yeah. has a chance. Tyrese Halliburton sure, has a chance. Yeah. Uh, you know, other rookies, I none come, none come to mind. But mm-hmm. with how the media like just loves to shine on Lamelo, I think they give it to him. 
Bleacher Report has definitely been you know, on the mellow for a while. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, posting any, any real highlights he has. But I'm pretty sure he was, at least recently, he is leading rookies in like every, almost every stat. Oh, yeah. Which is insane, especially since he's a point guard. Um, not even starting still. Hmm? I'm, I'm surprised that he's putting up these stats and he's not even starting. Yeah. Is, it's crazy. True. The Hornets, I don't know what they're doing. I would say. <laughs> He's playing so well. I mean, if I guess if it's working, if it's broke, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Yeah, right. Um, he's definitely talented enough to start on that one. But um, yeah, Manolo's a pick right now. If I had to pick someone else, it'd probably be Tyrese Halliburton. Um, another biased sleeper pick is Theo Maladon. He was a second round pick. Oh, he's playing like a. He was playing so well, man. Playing like a lottery pick. Playing a great for the Thunder. Um, but he, I don't think he has a chance. It's another ball at the moment for me right now. Therese keeps drop playing like how he did the other night, 24 3 and 3. He's definitely stealing it from Lamelo. You know, I didn't think that this draft class was gonna be as talented as it was. I mean, this this has been very deep. There's been a lot of people who I didn't even hear of start like mm-hmm. doing great. Like uh quickly and maxi, just to name two yes. two very sleepers. Yep. I don't you know, Great. I don't think their names are big enough to win and I don't like how you know names do play into the picture. Um but yeah, that, that's why Ball was also my pick. I think his name I mean, they're gonna want to see him win. Yeah, that most most uh voters vote for the narrative anyway. They love to give it to Lamella. You know yeah. what? Uh, that's why I was surprised Zion didn't win it last year. Honestly, I I was rooting for Ja. I thought they would give it to Zion, but I was really surprised. So. Uh, and I feel like they knew if they gave it to Zion after 19 games, yeah. they, the the world were going to a frenzy. <laughs> like, <laughs> called out. Yep. They, yeah, they came. They they rigging it, but they can't make it. They can't make it known that it's rigged. Yeah. yeah, I feel like Zion would have been too obvious. But, um, yeah, uh, Lamella consensus pick. Let's move on to the I think the final award, the Coach of the Year, which is kind of tough. You can't really determine whether uh, team success can be based just solely, solely on the coach. You know, the players like. They could be a bad coach, but have LeBron and AD. I'm not saying Frank Vogel's a bad coach. But <laughs> so you, can have, like. <laughs> you can have superstars that basically carry the team. The coach and I have too much of an effect. I actually think Frank Vogel, I actually think Frank Vogel as the coach of the year. Ooh. As, like, playing great. That's what, I, that's what I meant by I don't, I'm not calling him a bad coach. <laughs> I think he's a great coach. But I was using him as an example. Yeah. Um, um, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with Quinn Snyder. Again, going back to the Jazz, I feel like they're winning too many awards. They probably won't win all, you know, six man, all this, that. Uh, you know, you, it's hard. You know, you can't really stop. You can't you can't go against a 11-game win streak. And, I mean, we don't know how long this is going to go on for. Okay. True, true. So, yeah, it, it's going to be tough. But right now, as it stands, I'm going with Snyder. Uh, I think mine's, my answer is going to come out of left field. But I think Doc Rivers. Ooh, has a you. serious chance for coach of the year. That man yeah. got fired from the Clippers, mm-hmm. went to the Sixers, got Daryl Morey, and they're now the first seed. And they really, like, we always thought, like, you know, trust the process, that whole thing. Mm-hmm. We always thought they would get to the finals. Uh, and it just, you know, it never worked. Like, Marcus All one year at 34 was locking up Joel Embiid. And then uh, uh, when they oh, had I Jimmy shot. Butler, the Kawhi shot, yeah. They had Jimmy Butler. Oh, shoot, that was the other Kawhi shot. But <laughs> like, it was just, it was just always something holding him back. And I think mm-hmm. Doc figured it out. I don't know what he did, 
but I think Doc has a serious chance. Best team in the league. They might have yeah. the MVP. They can go to Doc. I like that pick. Doc was a close second for me. Um, they're both Frank and Doc are, you know, playing, are great coaches right now. I'm going to say playing great. <laughs> but uh, I think the changes to the Sixers, you know, getting in Seth Curry. Um, Seth Curry's been huge for the Sixers' success. And, you know, bringing in Doc, Daryl Morey, have helped them, you know, get over that, that hump that they weren't able to get over with you know, Jimmy Butler in the past and stuff. Tobias Harris has also been playing great. You saw the game winner a couple days ago. Um, just, a, just a small example of what he's been doing. But yeah, hey. Doc was a close second for me. Um, Frank was number one. Again, very, very close. You now, know what? I'm glad you brought up the Sixers and them succeeding. Because uh, I think that leads us perfectly to transition to our next topic, which is Bradley exactly. Beal. And the Wizards not succeeding. Yeah. Kind of doing the exact opposite. I so, think goodness gracious. We all know the Wizards um, traded John Wall for Russell Westbrook. Big time deal. Yeah. Russ is, I said previously, the Wizards won because Russ is a much better player than John Wall. Um, as a Russ fan, I've loved Russ since I started watching basketball. So for damn near a decade. I I cannot say that the Wizards won this trade. The Rockets, oh, yeah. I, it pains me to say it, but the Rockets won this trade. John Wall is playing right now. He's playing better than better than or equal to Russell Westbrook, which really sucks to say. John Wall has surprised me heavily. He's been playing really great off the injury, back to basically his normal self, and Russ has just been underperforming, leaving Bradley Beal when he drops 50, 40, shooting inefficiently, and end yeah. up losing the game, so leading to Bradley Beal yeah. being frustrated. You've seen clips of Bradley Beal losing his mind on the bench, like, like and so stressed out because... He literally cannot do anymore. You drop 40, you drop 10 or four, 10 40 point games in a row and lost all 10 of those games. I'd be freaking out too because there's no, he cannot do anymore. There's, there's no more he can do to win. And that Wizards team is just letting him down. And I feel like Russ is letting him down in some of those games too. Okay. Uh, all right, I'll go. As a Russ fan, like Cam, it sucks to see this man play so poorly I wanted to like I wanted to defend my guy like it's like it's it's right it's so crazy (laughs) all I have to say is that Russ although his numbers look great stats wise points rebounds assists his efficiency is terrible he's shooting below 40% from uh from the field his three point three point uh, field goal has always been bad but yeah. it's up 3% from last year. So while it's an improvement, it is an improvement. What I have to say is Russ has been coming off of too many injuries. Yes. And back in 2018, 2019, 2016, it worked because his the, the team around him could usually pick up the slack, right? Yeah. Other than Bradley Beal on this team, no one is picking up the slack. There is zero defense. There is... It's really the defense because, like, Bradley Beal plays great. Davis Bertans can spread the floor. Mm-hmm. I thought Denny was going to be great for them. Rui, he's been in and out of the lineup. But, like, Thomas Bryant just got hurt, but he was a negative on defense anyway. Mm-hmm. So, like, it's just crazy to watch... Russ play for a losing team. I actually thought this was going to be a top five seed in the league. So, 
so simply because of how great Russ was. Yeah. I mean, we saw him drag that OKC team to the playoffs in 2017. Like I, uh, like this is the East. Uh, like if he can do it with the Golden State Warriors in the same conference as him, he can definitely do it in the East. Yeah. My 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 final thoughts are bench Russ, man. He's not helping Ooh. you. You're gonna end up paying him 40 mil anyway. Anyway, you might as well wait till next year. Convince Bradley Bill to stay. That's the only thing you can do. Bench him. Wait for his quad to heal. Wait for his knee to heal. And then try again next year. Yeah, that's all. I, that's all I can tell the Wizards to do. But I know they're not going to do that. So, so you're on the keep Bradley Beal, let him stick around. We're going to get better train, or do you think you know ship him off, give him something better? I mean, think like this: as Bradley Beal, I would want to get the hell out of Washington. <laughs> as the Washington Wizards, you I'm trying Bradley to do Beal. anything yeah. I can to keep Bradley Beal. That's in my mind. I'm coming from the like the the GM of the Wizards yeah. when it comes to talking about Bradley Beal. But if I'm Bradley Beal, I'm doing anything and everything to get out of, <laughs> get out of Washington. Of ASAP. Um, so, what's our predictions on where Beal is going to go? I I have the I'm going to the Sixers. I think it's a good fit. Uh, I think that they would be perfect with Beal. I think Beal is what they need, and I think that'll be perfect for the finals. I I really don't know. Yeah, like, this is so hard. Because yeah. there's, like, sure there's teams that... I mean, I imagine every team in the league would love to have Bradley Beal. Yeah. But they'd have to give up so much depth, so much, so many future assets, that, like, it's hard to imagine what team would want to give up all of that for somebody. Miami, right. maybe. They have the depth. They're the most probable. But I, mean, I can't even... It's really hard to pinpoint that's why I feel like I don't think he will be traded because it's going to be so hard to trade for him. And I don't think the Wizards are going to be able to accept anything that they feel is, like, right for Bradley Beal's value. So I think he stays, at least till his contract's up. Um, because Another because five really, years? I don't oh, he has some extension. I don't know, man. It's, it's so mm. hard because I, I really can't figure out a team that would be able to trade for him for the Wizards like, okay, yeah, that's we can accept that as valuable. That package is as valuable as Bradley Beal. I, I just don't know. It's tough. That's, that's a fair thing. What I think ends up happening is they end up trading for pennies on the dollar. Like that Paul George trade. Mm-hmm. I mean, we know it worked out well for Indy, but think of like at the time. Yeah. You got four points and five rebounds, DeMontis and Bonus, who is playing great now. Actually, he might be another most improved player candidate. Oh, yeah. But like, uh, he's been playing great now, but at the time, four points and five rebounds, like no one thought that was equal value. Yeah. I think what ends up happening is they trade him for maybe, I don't know, let's say the Lakers, because I know they're a front runner for the Brad tra- Bradley Beal trade. They definitely want him. Yeah, <laughs> they want him. They could use him. So I think their yeah. their trade is packaged around, I don't know, either Trez or uh, Dennis with a couple of picks and maybe Taylor Horton Tucker. I think, I think I can see that being a trade option. I don't feel like that's equal value for Bradley Beal. I feel like they can get more out of Bradley if they end up taking that trade because they have no other option. Um, you know, I like to have multiple picks, multiple predictions. I feel like Heat are definitely up there. They have mutual interest. I believe Heat want Beal. Beal wants to come to the Heat. And I feel like Heat have the depth to do that. Um, I believe Clippers and Lakers, they both want to get into this Beal sweepstakes, but I just don't feel like they have the depth for it. Actually, Lakers, I take back. Lakers do have depth, but they kind of need that depth uh, for the finals, obviously. 
yeah, it's just so tough, man. Yeah, there's a lot of teams I would love to have Beal. Any team really would love to have Beal. He could do it all. He, you, you, you know, he can make you a playoff contender, except for the Wizards, yeah. of course. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's it's just tough. It's rough, man. I, I just really don't know. I've also heard the the Nuggets be thrown around because mm. they they definitely have depth. They have the depth to commit to Washington. Um, I don't know who the Wizards, uh, the, excuse me, the Nuggets two is. I think it's either Will Barton or Gary Harris. One of them. Yeah. Gary Harris. I mean, uh, Bradley Beal is an obvious upgrade there, and they have defense. So if they so if they put. Bradley and, Jay, and Jamal Murray in the backcourt, they won't be too much of liabilities because they, they have such good defensive uh, wings and uh, frontcourt players. Um, so I think Bradley of the Nuggets, Bradley of the Heat, if the Lakers come up with something, I think some focus around THT, picks, maybe Caruso, maybe Kuzma, they could trade for Beal. But I don't think any trade with any team will give you equal value from Bradley Beal just because he's such a good player such an underrated player yeah like score from anywhere all-star starter for sure i don't know man it's, it's just tough definitely i think i think that's a good part to wrap it up unless if y'all have any closing remarks Let's see is there anything else to say also uh since i i didn't really rip on russ i'm just saying it's <laughs> hard to defend him but um he's not the only problem the wizards team as uh derek stated is just poorly built so if they were going to be able to keep Brad, they'd have to get defense surrounded. Like, defense is such a problem for that Wizards team. Obviously, they've had injuries, but even you bring back all the players to be healthy, have the full roster, that team is just not defensively sound. They can't. I think Bradley Beal even said they can't stop a parked car. Oh, yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. Um, it's probably factual. I mean, it's not I wrong on that. I don't see the Wizards stopping anything. I don't see the Wizards stopping anything. Right, bro. Um, but also, um, what else was I gonna say? Yeah, the idea of benching Russ for a season to get him fully healed. Because we've seen what, Ru- what a fully healed Russell Westbrook can do. We saw what he did. I, we saw what he did last year. year bro. Houston, he averaged about over 30 points um, in the last, yeah. last yeah. section from, of the season. Yeah, the from the 2020 calendar year, he was averaging 30 points on 50% shooting and 40% from deep. And that's crazy. Yes. When you think insane. of Russ with 40% shooting from deep, it's like, insane. You see what he can do full health, right? So if you bench him, make sure he gets his quad right, his knees right, his legs right. So he has full explosive potential, full shooting, full confidence, full you know ability. That team, I think they make the playoffs next year because it's going to probably next, take yeah. a year for Russ to get fully healed. By then, you probably get a lottery pick because his team is just so bad this year. You could probably make some offseason moves, bring in some, you know, wing defense, some front court defense to help build that team better around Bradley and, and Russ. And then next year you try and, you know, fight for a playoff spot, fight, uh, right. fight in the playoffs. You know, try and get as far as possible to show that you guys are, you know, real contenders and you know, go right. on from there. I would try to but, get um, uh, Jared Allen. I don't think Washington front office and staff are that smart, so I don't think that's what they're going to do. Right. I think they're they're, they're not that smart. They're going to they're end up losing both of these talents. Either Russ is just, you know, uh, he's going to fall out of his prime, Muggs there, or they're going to trade him. And Bradley's going to either get a flip soon and changes don't occur, or he'll just leave whenever he, you know, he's allowed to leave. But, uh, he's, he, he definitely have to force a trade. He's He signed 
five years thinking John Wall was going to come back. Then they made that trade for Russ, blockbuster trade at the time, but Rockets have definitely won that uh, since then. Uh, like I said, you, you bench Russ, uh, as Cam elegantly said, you get some defenders. I don't know how. I'm pretty sure the cap situation is like screwed now since they have 40 million a year Russ and 30 some million a year yeah, Bradley Beal. Yeah, 40 million Bradley Beal. Right, like, they got 80 million two players. Yeah. They're not that great. I mean, I mean, they did what they had to do to get rid of 40, 40 million a year John Wall, so I'm not that mad at it. But as a front office, I don't, man, it makes me question why Russ chose Washington. I feel like he had a hand in it because, you know, you know that article that came out that said James Harden wanted to play with John Wall. You know, he's yeah. never played with that man in his life, so I don't, I don't know where he got that from. Team USA in 2012? I don't want to hear it. <laughs> like, like, come on now. So I think Russ had a hand in it because he wanted to play for Scott Brooks, his old coach from the Thunder days when they made that run to the finals. But I don't know why he chose to play for an incompetent coach in an incompetent team. Yeah. That team is so bad. I watched <laughs> Russ drop. I watched. I think last uh, the other day, Russ had a he had a good game. He put up twenty six on forty four percent shooting, and when he got ejected in the third quarter, the score was ninety two to seventy four. When I tell you, they've lost games like like they've lost games because they can't lock anybody up. Yeah, I remember last year when Russ was on Houston. The, the Wizards allowed 159 points in regulation. That is absurd. That's right, bro. Like, that's that's crazy. <laughs> they cannot stop anybody. No. They really can't. It's that's sad. Cool, so, it, really, I think, it really does suck to see such talented players just pour their heart out, you know, give it their best. Um, just for the rest of the team to just suck and make all of that for nothing, like, Bradley and Russ could drop a combined 100 points. And I'm sure the Wizards would still find a way to lose by, like, 30. Just because yeah, they're yeah. the Wizards. They can't defend anybody. Yeah, it's, just, exactly. it's just a bad situation. It's just a really bad situation. Yeah. I heard Javen say trade for Jared Allen. How would they do oh. that, Javen? No, no, no not a trade. Uh, Allen is a free agent next year, I believe. So, hey, mm. my, yeah, go try and get him. Uh, that could be solid. Yeah. Get him for the cheap. Good center. Anything is better than Thomas Bryant at this point. And he's injured. Get that man off Washington. I don't want to see that man in with his jersey no more. Yeah. Slip him for a wing defender. Because, my God, Rui Luchumar is not guarding anybody. The idea of getting Jared Allen also makes me think about Hassan Whiteside, who's not really being used in Sacramento too much. And he's yeah. His, his contract issue is like four mil, if I'm wrong. Maybe less. He's not being used. I'm sure he's not gonna go back to Sacramento. You can get him probably not for the cheap in Washington. Post defender, he'll help. He'll definitely help the situation. If not, you can probably get to Javale McGee, maybe Andre Drummond if you throw him thirty million dollars. But I'm not sure. It's not worth it. Hundred ten million, three million, and three players. No sir. Yeah. Hassan could be cool. Jared Allen could definitely be good. And maybe JaVale McGee if they, you know, if they can't get yeah. the first two players. Um, I think that's a good spot to, to end this episode. Yeah. Um, appreciate you guys for listening. Um, yeah, that's it. See, see you guys next episode. Peace. Peace. All right. Peace.